Alright, so this is the Gabe show, you know, sitting on the porch. It's hot out here, but just wanted to talk about a few things that I see going on. Because I like to talk about politics, stuff like that. I think it's pretty interesting. Other people may disagree, but you know, it is what it is. So the first thing I want to talk about that's in the news is uh, the Taliban, right? Uh, the U.S. made the decision under the leadership of President Joe Biden to pull troops out of uh, Afghanistan, right? But then today, I see on the news, they put, they're put they putting 3,000 Marines back to, quote, evacuate an embassy in Kabul, right? And they're concerned and surprised about the speed at which the Taliban is taking back over the country. And at the current moment, they control around two-thirds of the country compared to where they were before, right? And, you know, I'm thinking this decision to evacuate the embassy and pull the troops out was probably made months ago, right? So why wasn't the embassy already prepared? Why weren't these documents already destroyed, these electronics already destroyed? And why do we need 3,000 troops to evacuate an embassy. Keep in mind, an embassy doesn't... I mean, it, it's, it, it has a decent amount of people, but not to the effect where you'll need 3,000 Marines. I mean, it's almost like Benghazi, but no, you, don't, you don't need 3,000 Marines. And then they're like, you know, the Afghani police, they, they've been trying... But I don't, I don't feel like they have. You know, if you really want something, if you really want freedom for your country, you know, you'll fight for it. Like the Kurds fought, and like most rebels throughout history have fought. Because you see, Israel, they have females in their military. But you know, in the Afghan landscape, it's a Muslim country, so females really aren't allowed to do much. But I feel like if they put that to use, they could definitely make a change and, you know, take their country back from what they see as a threat and a danger and a infringement on their way of life so the second thing i wanted to talk about right our homeland our new homeland secretary uh secretary mayorkas right his lying about the border situation him and president biden right they're all like it's fine you know we have the border under control and everything but then you see the leaked audio that was recently uh put out there and with with uh secretary mayorkas saying the border is basically unsustainable, meaning that during all those hearings at Congress, all that stuff, you know, him saying, we got it, we got this good, he lied, you know. You have, back in, like, 2014, 2015, you, you'd hear in the news, a thousand people coming over the day, we have a crisis now, and then today, 7,000 people are coming over the border, and no one's talking about it, you know, you have... Around 200,000 people apprehended a month by Border Patrol, right? Uh, you have 92,000 fentanyl overdoses. Fentanyl's coming in through the border like candy. You have thousands of COVID cases coming across the border and no one's doing anything about it. And let's see, you have 200,000 that... That, that are being apprehended by Border Patrol. Imagine the amount that isn't being apprehended by Border Patrol. Let's say it's around 300, 400, 500,000 people that are just coming across the border, right? 
people that come with COVID, right? People that come in with fentanyl. Terrorists. Terrorists could be coming across the border and we don't know. Just boom, plop them in Mexico, sneak up through the border. You're in the United States, out in the streets, do whatever you want. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the whole thing with Poland and Hungary. Right, you have uh, Viktor Orban, who is the uh, Prime Minister of Hungary, and then you have uh, Poland's uh, Prime Minister. You have uh, Poland's Prime Minister. You have Matus. Markovetsky, right? And you have these, like, these are the only two countries which are really conservative in uh, Europe, right? Like, conservative, democrat, they consider themselves. So, right, uh, these countries are like, we need borders. We don't want these migrants just coming in. If we want, if, pe- if they want to come in, they need to do it legally. And then Biden's like, you know, these countries are not right. He calls Orban a, he called Orban a totalitarian thug not too long ago, you know. And these these prime ministers, I agree with them. They don't they don't care what Joe thinks. They're like, you don't know the language of our country, you don't know the culture, you don't know anything really about us and you're telling us what to do and but they're like, you know, because he's the president of the United States, they're being modest, they're being respectful. And you know, they're like the relationship is really good with the US in terms of other things, with defense and NATO, it's great with the economy and trade, it's great, but politically, it's just not there. You know, these countries are countries with uh, traditional values, they have their national identity, and, you know, the uh, leftist people in the U.S., they're like, that. I don't think they like that these countries are successful, and, you know, the coalitions that are coming together to go against these guys and oppose these guys you gotta look at who these people were these people were former communists anti-semites and they're being supported by the international uh community via the coalitions and that's just not right but you see places like italy where there's protests france where there's protests and there's a chance for change and then when you look at like foreign policy in those countries you know, they agreed with us when we had the America First policy. I don't care which president put puts it out there. I think that's how it should be, America First. And then other countries also adopt that policy. Poland First, uh, Hungary First, France First, whatever. I think the, the countries should be focusing on themselves and not giving things to the international community. And, you know, it's best if the issues of those countries are decided by the people of those countries instead of that international interference causing such instability in those countries. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about was critical race theory, right? And it being taught in, it be, it's starting to be taught in elementary schools, right? Pushing these highly political beliefs on such vulnerable people, the children. You know, these school boards, it's like they have no integrity integrity at all. Uh, my opinion on it is like, I'm, I, I wasn't there during that time, right? I, I know nothing of being put in a field or anything like that. And 
ever, I think I think I can say everyone alive today, they've never been forced to work in a field. So why are they teaching this? You know, when you have kids such so impressionable and they're focusing the the first thoughts that you're putting into, into their head is this person's better than you this person uh because of the color of their skin how do you that's not fixing anything the the way to you the way you do that is by uh having them together having them do things together you shouldn't even be mentioning the color of their skin yeah they'll notice it's different but when they see that they're capable capable of doing the same things that's how it goes away not by teaching this in schools it's really stupid in my opinion you know i think things like that should be they should be teaching people things based on merit you know it's how smart you are that determines where you go and even with things like reparations that's something stupid too like i said before we weren't alive or anything so why should a guy because of the color of his skin pay me money or give me something when he he didn't whip me and i wasn't in a field there's no reason for that and it's a really uh it's really detrimental to the country that that type of ideology in my opinion and then with jobs right there's a lot of talk on uh diversity right and i think while diversity is a good thing i think the main focus should be on the merit of the person right if it just so happens that uh, a job has a certain group of people and that's how it should be like let's let's look at police work right yeah it should represent the people that want to do the job but you got to think of the people that actually do want to do the job right does every uh, black person want to be a cop not really does every uh Asian person want to be a firefighter? Probably not really. You got to look at the reality of the situation and think that certain demographics of people do tend to move towards certain jobs and certain career fields and certain genders also do the same. So you have to take that into account. You're never going to have that perfect equality of the of the equal amount of men and the equal amount of women and the equal amount of uh, different colors of skin because at that point you're sacrificing the quality of whatever you're producing at the sake of virtue signaling and trying to get the colors in there right uh... the next thing i want to talk about is the vaccine policy in the u.s. right you have a lot of businesses in new york city uh... the, the city's like basically if you're not vaccinated you can't go into a, a business and they're having the businesses enforce this, right? And a lot of the businesses, yeah, words. A lot of the businesses in New York City are like, we're not the vaccine police, right? We're not going to discriminate against someone. What you you wouldn't like it if we discriminated against someone because of their color, gender, creed. So why would we discriminate against them because of their uh, medical decisions? It's stupid, and it's none of our business whether they're vaccinated or not. You know, me personally, I think the vaccine's a good thing. But I also think it's a, a person's decision. You know, it doesn't prevent the spread. It just helps out with the symptoms should you get it. And, you know, if people don't want to take something, right, you keep pushing it on them, the, the more they're going to keep resisting. You know, if you actually want people to take something, you want to sit down with them, have a conversation with them, ask them why they don't want to do that. Be transparent, but... 
when you do things like you condescend to them, you know, this is for your own good. You're not, you're, you're being respectful to others if you take the vaccine. You know, you're, you're causing the demise of society by not taking the vaccine. That's not, that's not going to work. When you try and bribe people with money, oh, we'll give you $100 to take the vaccine. When you lower the quality of life, you know, you can't go here, here, and here. You can't go to gyms. You can't go to restaurants if you don't uh, take the vaccine. And you make them more adamant towards not getting it. And when you make these mandates, that's just not right, in my opinion, at least. You know, and they, and they, bring, it, they bring up other vaccines. They're like, well, you, you took the measles vaccine. You took the polio vaccine. Well, yeah, those were fully approved by the uh, FDA. It was an emergency FDA authority. It was fully approved. And, you know, you're not being asked when you go into a restaurant, did you take your measles and polio vaccine, right? And then you got to worry about the businesses that actually like, the city wants to enforce this because they won't enforce it themselves, right? You're getting a minimum wage employee who already had problems telling people to put a mask on, right? We saw the commotion with that. You're telling them, oh, now you, you have to stop people. You have to tell them to leave if they don't have their vaccine. Imagine how that's going to be, a negative interaction for someone that's only being paying, paid $15 an hour in the city who's already struggling already, right? This, the, the city should enforce that themselves. You know, me personally, when I go to a business and I see the sign, wear a mask, I, I usually take a look inside. Do they have the sign up for uh, de Blasio or Cuomo or Biden or something? Or do they have the, or do they actually mean it? And, you know, if I see that they don't uh, have their masks on or they're nonchalant, I'm probably going to go in without mine on. And if they do have their masks on, then I'll give them the respect and I will put it on myself and I think that's you know how it should be it should be up to the business in terms of that uh but like it you know it's like when you see a, a healthy 17 18 19 20 21 year old like you know I don't think I need the vaccine I think I'm strong enough to handle it I think that should be respected you know when the vaccine is used for elderly people you know, getting up into the 50s, 60s, 70s, yes, it has that really positive effect. But when you're using it for children who are barely affected by it, it's, it's, people see it as pointless. And, you know, I think that decision should be up to the parents when talking about vaccinating their kids. Um, you think uh, uh, the your generic, your average parent would want to see their child suffer? No, they don't. They care about their child's health. And they will do what they think is right to uh, protect the child. And I think that that should be respected.